Should we tell them? Should we Should tell we? them that we've had an absolute kind of a day? We've had an absolute. I've had an absolute kind of a week, to be honest. It's been rough. <laughs> it's been rough. It's been one of those weeks. It has. Um, should we sing the song? We ha- so, so we have a song while Jackie has a song that she sings for me and plays for me if I've had a bad day. So if anyone has ever heard of Kevin Bloody Wilson, I went and saw him. <laughs> I used to work in the mines and like we'd get one day off a fortnight and he happened to be playing this like one RDO night. And so like me and the boys, <laughs> yeah, the on boys. The mines, <laughs> went down to watch Kevin Bloody Wilson and he was so funny, but he sings this song and it's just so relatable. And today like, I was him? in a mood. Yeah. I was in a mood. I just couldn't focus. You mm. came home. You're in a mood. And we just had an absolute, absolute kind of a day. day. Yeah, everything that <laughs> could, could go did go, go wrong. wrong. So, so if I'm allowed to use the word cunt in a song, I've had an absolute kind of a day. So sorry, mum, if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> we never said we wouldn't be swearing on this podcast. Um, but honestly, this sounds really weird. But after we, we literally sung that song. like At the top of our at lungs. At the top of our lungs. And I actually felt better. Yeah. Because I feel I like you that. need to listen to it and like just like the verses are so funny and then like you just like let it out and then you're like, oh, okay. I felt like validated. Yeah. I was kind of like, I have had an absolute yeah. kind of a day. You know what, Kevin? You're bloody right. You're bloody right and I'm allowed to feel that way and I need to let it out. Say it loud, say it proud. That's it. Love um, for the people at the back. Yeah. I liked it. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. So anyway, if anyone's looking for some coping strategies, that's one of them. Yeah. <laughs> this You've is had our, a bad day. And that's all we've got today. So <laughs> right, that's it. Back that's the boys. episode. <laughs> oh, no. Well, do we want to do like, we do have a topic for today, but I guess after the episode that we just released, where we talked to Renuka. Yeah. I don't know about you, Jack, but I had some kind of like, I don't know, it kind of like sat with me for a little bit. It's so interesting, yeah. right? Yeah. And do you know what I found interesting is when we do our own podcast, we can sort of like, I don't know, like debunk it or like we mm. can chat about the things that we're talking about on the podcast. But because we were with Renuka, we didn't really get to like sit there and be like, oh my God, do you realize this? Like, yeah. we didn't really have that chance. So I feel like this week it's sort of been like, oh, and this and that. And yeah, know? definitely. I said in the first um in that episode, like, I'm like, oh, yeah, I've got, like, intu- intuition is the way that I should make decisions. Just so everyone knows, I was absolutely wrong. I went and redid it, and mine was the same as Renuka's. Mine was, um, like, emotional. Mm. So, like, I, I think what that means is, like, normally for me, I my emotions can kind of take over and almost like sway my decision, my decisions. So for me to make decisions, I should be in a, on a more neutral level, which has been really helpful this week. Cause I've Hasn't had a, a bit of a roller coaster week and my emotions have kind of been all over the shop. So I think, um, yeah, it's been helpful for me to be like, okay, Emma, like you're in a very heightened state right now. Probably not the best time for you to be making life decisions. Which is why understanding your human design is so handy right because it can be in like the forefront of your mind for you to be like okay this is what I usually do and this is the way like my mm. body or my human design is designed to work and then you can sort of like bring yourself back and be like okay cool like knowing that I'm not gonna do this I'm gonna try this and see if it feels better which yeah. is like sort of what we were saying last week like yeah and it's really helped me yeah and I want to learn I need to I want to learn more like I, yeah. I after last episode I'm like I need to I want to book a full reading with yeah. her yeah it's like even just like a couple of the little things that she was saying I was like oh my god that's so me yeah like, and yeah and like we were saying like it's one of those things you can't you can't go wrong learning about it 
No, all you can do is try and work with it. And if mm. that doesn't feel right, then you don't have to do yeah. that. You know what I mean? Um, well, I mean, and having more self-awareness, like there's nothing. There's literally. literally like, when nothing she said like it's all that. about like self-mastery and self-knowledge, I was just like, mind blown. Mind blown. How's, um, so when we posted one of the snippets of the podcast, someone yeah. replied to my story uh-huh. and they were like, um, I think you guys need to nod your head a little bit more. <laughs> You know what? I had someone reply that to my story as well. And I was like, yeah, okay, cool. They were like, oh, in sync nodding. That's cute. And I'm like, yeah, we're in sync in everything. That's just what we do. And then um, he was like, um, you guys look like those the dogs. heads. <laughs> Put us on someone's dashboard. We should get them. Oh, my God. No. Do you know what I did not recognize watching that video back yeah. is that we – we were like doing that the whole way through. We're like, yep, yep, okay, yep, yep. We're just yeah. really trying to like, you know, validate her, what she's saying and making yeah, her Yeah, and feel. I think that like we're both just genuinely so interested that we were like, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, 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 want to do karate yeah. in the crotch. <laughs> and then give it to the cat. No. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we need to probably, that's, yeah, we yeah. need to work on that next time we have a guest. I feel like it was... <laughs> It's a bit much. Um, also, we do need to apologise for the sound. Oh. Um, it isn't the best sound. Uh, so annoying because we do sound checks like, what, five times before mm. we record a podcast. Oh. There she goes. <laughs> I'm just going to pause this while I tell my dog to shut up because the microphones do pick this up. It was like clockwork. It was like we were talking about the sounds and then Lola decided to just... Like, let me just give them a little, a little, little demo. reminder of what it was like. <laughs> um, but yeah, we are sorry for the sound because we realised it wasn't the best quality. Um, but it was. Oh, really, we had to pull some strings to get the sound the, the way to it the was. Level it was. Oh, we've just lost another light bulb. It's fine. If we're sitting here in the That's dark, seven out of eight light bulbs that we've something lost. is not quite right with those lights. But anyway, it's fine. We move forward. Mm-hmm. It is fine. Um, mm-hmm. That is a great representation of my life right now. I'm just like just one light holding shine. on by one one light bulb. Um, but yeah, so sorry about the um, sound, but I guess like if we are learning as we go and we do kind of acknowledge maybe the next time we have a guest, we'll have to do a bit of a different setup, but yeah, it's fine. You it's can fine. still hear what it says. The value in the podcast. Overweighs. Oh, overweighs. Outweighs. 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 Outweighs the, the sound, sound issues. So, so be grateful. Yeah. And appreciative. That's right. <laughs> um, so... I, you were retelling me a really funny story of yours during the week. And what? I just really wanted um, it to be spoken about more on the podcast because we were talking about um, tattoos. <laughs> You're a dog. And we were talking about a particular tattoo that you got. And um, I can't quite remember the story. So could, uh... <laughs> You can. I literally <laughs> told you like two days ago. <laughs> no, let's. I just want to tell the listeners about I'm not telling the whole story. It's no. A story. Pretty much the gist of the story was you got a tattoo in a different language. Yeah. On the back of your neck. Yeah. And then you met someone mm-hmm. who spoke that language mm-hmm. and they said, nah, mate. Bum, bum. <laughs> that is not, that does not make any what sense. it says. Um, yeah. So it happened actually. So I got the tattoo. Didn't make any sense. I don't know why I got it in. I got it in Italian. And I love that you just like, fuck it, I just like picked a random quote. Wasn't and... it like such is life? Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> okay, Ned Kelly. Ben Cousins. Because ben... ben Cousins had it on his stomach. You would. Oh, God. I was oh. young, okay. Anyway. Um, 
Yeah, so got it in Italian. I don't know why. No, I do know why because my friend was getting, I don't know, like say la vie or something, like a really famous <laughs> quote in like a, another language. And I was like, I want to quote in another language. So obviously, that's I just Google translated it and went into the tattoo shop and said, chuck this on the back of my Yeah, neck. fair enough. I would do the exact same thing. No, Lola. Jackie's very paranoid at the moment because what? Bro, did you hear that? What? What? Am I being paranoid? No, I did hear something, but oh, great. <laughs> getting robbed We're again. Getting robbed. Wow. So Jackie Jackie's very paranoid at the moment because she got robbed. Well, her car got robbed. She's <laughs> looking at the security cameras currently. <laughs> She's not engaged in the podcast. But we actually didn't speak about that either. We got robbed. Yeah, we did. Fucking asshole. And so Jackie's gone full <laughs> ninja mode. Like full ninja not even like like full ninja mode. See, I you see, I've been robbed quite a few times. So I what if sorry, you no, go. you go, you go. It's fine. You you're the one. You're the victim here. Go on. No, I feel like, like I felt violated that this guy had gone through my car yeah. and taken my stuff. Right. Yeah. I wouldn't be so obsessed with this if he didn't have my grandmother's necklace. Yeah. I could let it go. Like I'd be, you know, a bit weary of the cars getting into, like broken into or whatever. Mm. But the fact that he has. Like, my nan's necklace. Yeah. Like, that's why I'm not letting it go because I'm like, I need to find that. So I yeah. want any information that I can. Yeah. And that's why we got I got security cameras because there's, yeah, a reason why he might come back to the house. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, I'm on edge. It's fine. It's not fine, but it's fine that you're it's, on edge. Yeah. It makes sense that you're on edge. Yeah. Um, and it's I think it's well. It's really fucking shit. Like, yeah. And I think I hate that people just do this. Like, A, just helping themselves to people's hard-earned stuff. Mm. It's just fucking shit. But, like, that person's just taken my stuff and just gone on a rampage and, like, he's going about his life, mm. you know, probably just smoking drugs and living his yeah. best life. Yeah. And he's affected now how I feel at home. Yeah. And, like, you know, I'm driving around looking at every Tom, Dick and Harry being, like, yeah. do you know what I mean? Like, it yeah, really impacted definitely. me. And I'm, like, you're just such a piece of shit. Yeah. And I think, like, it's quite scary as well because, yeah, like you said, someone's invaded you know, like going through your stuff. Well, and, like, and he's got my ID. He knows where I live. He's got, you know. He's got a few things that could yeah. be, you know, could maybe potentially. Mean that he'll come back. Could or, come back, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. And I, and yeah. I it's mean. It's yuck. It is yuck. And in my head, I think in my head, I just thought so it's just some junkie chick that's come and, you mm. know, wanted a nice handbag or whatever. And then when I got footage of the guy, mm. it, like my heart sank. I was like, fuck. It's a, <laughs> it's yeah. a male. It's a male. And I'm like, right. We're going to have to level up. Baseball bats. Baseball bats. We've got fucking, (laughs) we've got caps. We've got plane. Another plane. Bus. Bus. (laughs) Um, No, it is, it is really scary. I I had one time I I got robbed in the middle of the night and these, it would actually turn out to be females, but they actually came into my house while I was asleep. And I mean, to be fair, I had my dog. I had Levi there. What did he do? Absolutely sweet. Fuck fuck all. all. He probably welcomed them in. He was like, come through. I'll make you a cuppa. Here's some socks. Help yourself. Don't worry about him. She's sleeping in bed. Like, so I do, I know the feeling. It's really horrible. And it's, yeah, it's really shit that it has to happen. And Mm. people just need to be better. Literally. Literally better. better. Um, So do you have an ick or tick this week? I do, but it's not that good. I okay. like I thought of one and I was like, "Fuck, that's funny as," but I didn't write it down. But I've got another one that I wrote. Okay, down. go on, hit me. Someone, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this is going to be an attack. <laughs> no, that's, 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 
<laughs> it's actually not. Um, like when someone scans a barcode or a QR code and it doesn't work. Oh. <laughs> like that's just icky. Oh, for a guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Any, it must have happened to me for I, me to write that down. I feel like oh, it happened to you. Like I must have seen it and I was like, that's an ick. That's an ick. Do you know what it is? I feel like you can kind of like categorize it into when a male – tries to do something and it doesn't work it's yeah no. <laughs> literally like something simple like it's like, almost like the world doesn't care yeah about you yeah you're not good enough to be able i to was just... actually out for lunch the other day with Corey and his sister and he tried to call the waiter over and the waiter ignored mm-hmm. him and i i me and his sister literally laughed and we were like that is such an ick <laughs> <laughs> and I love it because it's things that like they probably just don't have any like they don't have that much control over. But no, it's just, like, it was just really funny. I really liked it. I, I love was it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, but like to be fair, that happens to me all the time. Ick. I try to like do it, and I'm like, fuck. It's just icky, don't yeah, you? Yeah, it is. <laughs> My phone doesn't care about me. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay, I have an equal tick. Um. <laughs> It's quite funny because it actually just happened recently, like just before when we were walking. Um, talking on the phone and walking down the street. Oh, interesting. Or like not even just walking down the street, but talking on the phone and just like walking around like aimlessly. See, I'm I'm for that. No, no, but I do, I do it. Oh, I'm saying like it's like ick or tick, as in like, do you do it or do you not do it? Oh, uh, yeah, no, yeah, hundred. Isn't it funny? Like, and I think it's just like it's a good life hack. Yeah. Every time you're on the phone, if you pace, get your steps up quick. Do you know at work, if we see a patient pacing, we're like, yep, they're unraveling. (laughs) They're fucking, they're about to get a... Shit's about to go down. Mental state decline. (laughs) We're going to start watching them. We're going to put them on like a constant. Um, But I do it all the time. Like I am on the phone and then I'll just find myself in the weirdest places. Like I'll be like standing on the couch, like standing on the edge of the couch of the armchair. And I'm like, how did I get up here? Or I'll be like... I don't know, on the table. Like, just weird like, shit. That, is, I'm in weird positions. I'm yeah. like, my head's on the floor. My legs are on my bed. Like, yeah. it's just, why? I don't know. So weird. And it then is. I'm it's like, one of those things, isn't it? Especially if you're on a long phone call. Like, mm. or if you're on, like, you know, having a good chat with a good friend or something. Yeah. Well, that's what I mean. We just saw our neighbor. He was on the phone just standing at the front of his house while me and Jackie went for a walk. And then when we came back about 20 minutes later, he was like, down the random like street. two kilometers away from his house still on the phone and i'm like that's me like that is something i would do like, how did you get here you bro? just i think he just went out for a phone call and then he just started walking and then he's just fucking he's like fuck how did i end up in sydney he's on the phone he's like sorry mate just one second i've got these two chicks following me <laughs> we were like give us all your fucking money <laughs> oh i've got a trolley pole now i've got a trolley we've got a trolley pole. we can protect ourselves um cool good yeah. catch up huh? i feel like this episode's going to be a good one. Yeah. What are we? Episode eight? Fucking hell. Look at us. Should we have a celebration at 10? Yeah. Yeah. What are we going to do? I don't know. Probably just hang out. You yeah. and me. <laughs> get grilled. Love Go it. get grilled and take the dogs for a walk. It's about all we fucking do these days. Um, but yeah, episode eight. And we've said that we're going to talk about... Titties. Our boobs. Boobies. Boobies. I think that is a good topic mm-hmm. we both have experience and different opinions mm-hmm. and different feelings towards it so we'll just sort of unpack that and i guess share our personal pros and cons and 
um, I guess, like things to think about if that's something that you're considering. Mm. Um, kind of ties into a little bit like into our body image mm, sort of episode as yeah. well. Like we'll probably speak to topics from that too. Mm-hmm. And I also think that there's, you know, a lot of people that do have their boobs done and maybe don't have these conversations. So again, like, yeah, hopefully just hearing our stories and yeah. the good, the bad and the mm, ugly. Fucking mm. hell. Mm. Um, yeah. Do you want to talk about your uh, experience? Because I know... It hasn't really been a smooth, mm. smooth sailing. Mm. So when did I get mine? So I got mine when I first lost a lot of weight. So mm. I was 22, mm. I think. Um, and I was like, you know, fairly new into fitness. And I don't know why, because I never really thought, oh my God, I hate my boobs. But I think once I'd lost weight and lost my boobs, I was like, Oh, well, fill them back mm. up. <laughs> like, kind of, I guess, in that industry, hey, like in the fitness industry competing, like you'll mm, find most competitors have fake boobs because they get so lean. Yeah. That um, it's just that, Yeah, and that's right. And I sort of, I did. I had gone down to basically nothing. Um, so, yeah, I just came up with the idea of getting my tits done and did some research, found a surgeon, um, obviously did all the things that you have to do, you know, go for the consult and chat, chat to them about what you want and things like that. And I said to him, you know, I don't want them to look really fake. I just want to look like I have boobs because at the moment I actually don't. Um, and yeah, I got them done and I remember waking up and looking down at my chest and I was like, oh, I was like, is that it? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I think I went in with this expectation of like, you know, at the time I was quite lean I had just started like noticing that I've got muscle and stuff. So I felt kind mm. of masculine. So I, in my head, I was thinking if I get boobs, then I'll feel like feminine and sexy again kind of thing. Um, and yeah, I looked down and I was like, cool. What's this all about? <laughs> what's what's, what's all these about? things on my chest? Um, so that was like the first thing that I was like, oh. Did you grow over or under the muscle? Over. Okay. Because of how much I was training at the time. Right, he okay. was like, go over. Um, and he, like, you know, he was a good surgeon in the sense of like, listen to everything that I wanted and, you know, um, suggesting things to me. And he would say like, you know, you can make them look more fake or more natural depending on what you wear. Like, you know, and then would show me photos of girls and be like, this is her with this kind of bra on, this is her with this kind of bra on, like this is her in this kind of bikini. And, he, and you know, and now that I'm nearly 10 years past that, I see that completely, you know. Mm. Um, but at the time it was like, once I get these things, it's like everything's just going to be about boobs. Like, And before I got them done, I remember thinking like, all right, I've got to get rid of all my bras, all my sports bras, all my bikinis and like all my T-shirts. Nothing's going to fit. I'm going to have these giant mm. titties. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I mean, they were big for my frame, but just, I don't know, not what I expected mm. to wake up to. Um, and then, yeah, I had some issues, some complications. Was your, was your, was that in the recovery or was that after? Yeah. So in the recovery, like the next day I woke up and I could feel like an air pocket in my left boob and I messaged the nurse and I said, Hey, like I can feel this air pocket. Is that normal? And she said, yeah, yeah, yeah. Leave it. Let it settle. Like it's got to grab onto your skin and your muscle and your Mm. tissue and blah, blah. Um, give it this many weeks. It'll be fine. Then got to that many weeks. I said, Hey, this air pocket's still here. Oh, yep. Give it. Give it another couple of weeks. It'll so be it was fine. straight away that you had that Literally air the next day. Okay. And um, yeah, so that was sort of, I don't know, just weird, but I had obviously trusted the nurse and the surgeon mm. and whatever. 
Um, and then, long story short, after I'd had them, I don't know, six months, let's say, I was competing again. And so obviously lost like quite a lot of body fat in like a quicker period of time. And I remember so distinctly being in my bedroom and I had a light that was a little bit higher. So it was like down light. And I looked down at my chest and you could see the whole implant Mm. off my chest. Like I've got a photo of it because I just remember looking at it being like, oh my fucking God, like this isn't even connected to my body. It's just sitting in my my chest. Yeah, yeah. Which is so scary. Oh, and it was, just, and it's ugly. Like, and that's not what I wanted, you know. No, of course not. No. Um. So, like, I spoke to the surgeon about it, and the surgeon's like, "Oh, we'll just do a fat transfer," and I'm like, "Okay, we can do a fat transfer if that's what you think." I'm not fucking dumb, and I know how the body works, and so what happens when I get lean again next mm. time? Where's that fat gonna go? Like, mm. you know. So that just turned out to be this whole thing, and he was like, "All right, well, we'll have to reoperate. Maybe we'll reoperate on one." Um, you'll have to pay for an anesthetist, you'll have to pay for a surgical room, blah, blah, blah. And I'd gone to like a expensive surgeon thinking that if I go to an expensive surgeon, then that'll be good, everything will be fine. Um, And it just wasn't, and the way that he dealt with it wasn't good. And then I'm so stubborn. And I was like, fuck you, you want me to pay? (laughs) Stubborn? I'm like, fuck you, you want me to pay another two, three grand, I think he wanted on top of what, 15, 16 grand that I've already paid for Mm. tits that I don't even like. I was just like, fuck you, I'm not doing it. And so now I'm nine years later and I'm still like, no, nah, <laughs> nah, I'm not doing fucking it. doing Go it. Go make me. My tits are just completely <laughs> broken. And I'm like, mm, fuck you. <laughs> but um, I do get what you're saying. I think like for women, like, you know, it's a very uh, like sensitive part mm, of the woman's body. Mm. And I think, you know, you just said before, like I felt like they looked ugly mm. or, you know, that's not what you wanted. And mm. so of course that's going to be something that plays on and your I mean, mind. When you invest that much money and you change your entire body, and I think, like, and I'm sure we'll touch on this when we go more into, like, the pros and cons and mm. I guess, like, the way we feel about it is more, like, where this is going. But I, yeah, you just, like, have this expectation and then mm. when it's not that, that's fucking heartbreaking. Yeah, definitely. You know? like, it's a big build-up. It's, an ex- like, you know, it is exciting. You have this expectation that you're going to be, I don't know, this big-titted sexy thing and... <laughs> Like, well, still a sexy thing, girl. <laughs> Even with broken titties. Even with broken titties. But no, I know that that's affected you for a while. And I mean, nine years exactly. Well, to be yeah, exact. like I think I remember about it all you, the time. I remember when you got it. I remember when like it has to, when it happened. Mm. Um, and I know it still kind of affects you and you wear, like you put on certain tops and mm. you'll come in and say, look at this. And mm. like, so it obviously affects you even now. Oh yeah. Like daily. You'll never see me get my tits out because. Tits out for the boys. Tits out for no. the boys. Tits out for the gals. For the gals. <laughs> for everyone. For everyone. Fuck it. Check it out. <laughs> yeah. But that that's is... like, yeah, I guess that's the, the physical story of mm. my boobies. My boobies. Yours yep. is very interesting. Yeah, so I never really thought about getting fake boobs until I was, I would have been 23. And this is actually so shit for me to even reflect on, but I, my mom's calling me. No, mom, not right now. I'm talking about titties. Um, I actually, the reason, the reason I got boobs is because at the time I was in a very like toxic relationship and um, I was quite young. I didn't really know who I was, maybe, I guess. Um, and I will never forget, he said to me, you would be so much more attractive if you had, or you'd be way hotter if you had tits. 
And me being the naive young 20 year old that I was, I was like, I need to get, I need to get. I'm going to be more attractive. I'll do it. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, and it was just, it was to be fair, it happened so fast Mm. because it was almost like for me, I was like, well, I've got to do this fast. And I feel like at that age for us, it was just like a domino effect. One person got it, the next person was getting yeah. it, the next week someone else was getting it. Like, Definitely. You know? It was. It was just and so common. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, I changed a lot of physical appearances for this person. So it wasn't just like my boobs. Like oh, he wanted me to be blonde. So mm. that's why I, I'm still blonde. Um, but like there, you know, I think that was, I was a very insecure, you know, person. And I think that I wasn't able to kind of say, hey, I'm actually happy with how I am. Um, so going through the process, I actually got, went to a surgeon who now has actually got a huge lawsuit against him. Perfect. Um, one of them doesn't like one. Um, so, but this surgeon at the time, he was actually relatively cheap and I'd had a few girlfriends go to him and he was in Sydney um, and he actually did the surgery under um, a, what was it called? Twilight. A, a twilight anesthetic. So what that means is you're actually awake throughout the surgery. You are numb, but you are awake, which was an experience to to say the least bizarre um i remember everything i remember it happening i remember like he they, he actually like filled my boobs up with air and then he like put he came in with like two different sizes and he put like he filled up my boobs to like a particular size and he put a mirror in front of me i'm on like the operating table and he's like what well, you know do you like this size and i'm so like, what did he use a local a local a that local anesthetic fuck. and i but to be fair i was a little bit out of it i was a bit like Ugh. but i remember this and he put a mirror up and i remember just looking at it being like bigger like i was like bigger more. and then he put more air in and then like he put the implants in and then he showed me again and he's like i reckon this is a good size like i'm literally talking i'm literally talking to him as he's putting tits. surgery oh my so God. weird and then um after the surgery i was fucked like I, it was the worst recovery ever like i had i couldn't breathe my chest was heavy like it was really really scary mm. um and i was in the mo- the worst pain i've ever been in in my life it was horrible it was the worst recovery ever i couldn't move i couldn't like it was i did not expect it to be this bad and i'd spoken to other people and it hadn't been that mm. bad for mm. them so I don't know if my experience was different or maybe because of the surgeon I went to, Mm. but for me, after uh, I was uh, 27, I actually had to get them redone Mm. because I, um, I developed these lumps in my breast and it was because of the particular implants that he had used. Um, And they had caused, they they were actually recalled by the supplier and um, because they were, um, developing or women who had them were developing lymphoma, which is a type of cancer. So it was obviously a really, really scary thing. Um, and you know, by this stage he had been, there was a huge lawsuit against him for unlawful practice. So the surgery that he was doing with the twilight anesthetic was actually illegal. He didn't have um, an anesthetic license. So that's why he was I doing- I wonder why he was doing that. Like, was it just to save money on an anesthetist or? I think so. I think he was just, it was very like black market style, but like at the time it was advertised. And I remember like the website and the- Yeah, like, it, it was, was a big, yeah, well-known a, company. Yeah, and... yeah. So he's, but to be, but I don't know, I don't know where he is these days, but there is a huge lawsuit mm. against him. Um, so the process that I had to go through again, the second time was, you know, there was obviously questions about whether I would want to get boobs again or not. Mm. Um, and I 
just I I did love my boobs mm. and I I just couldn't really think of not ever having them. Mm. So um, I decided to get new implants put in, but I you know got. The, I paid extra for the best type of implants. Mm. I went to a reputable surgeon mm. um, and, yeah, I had all the lumps removed. But it was like a very emotional time because mm. there was a part of me that was like, should I really be risking? Yeah. You know, you are at risk. You are putting yourself at risk, putting, um, you know, fake, you know, silicone and, and plastic into your body. So I think that for me it, um, you know, it – I really had to weigh up the risks um, and to be fair my parents were were really kind of against me getting them um, getting new implants in but it was ultimately my decision and um, yeah I did decide to get new new boobs so I've actually I had the surgery twice my second recovery was like a dream yeah breezy it was breezy it, like I think I was on Panadol like I was it was fine so I do think that that surgeon was pretty rough with me and it was just you know a pretty pretty horrible experience but um again I you know I definitely like love them and mm. I wouldn't not have them mm. and that's the thing I think it's really hard to have them and then go backwards yeah you know? I mean we know a few people that have had an explant yeah. right and mm-hmm. I think for different reasons um and I like I have so much respect for them yeah. because I think like good on you yeah, because it's definitely. such a big change um but I completely agree and relate with that like that once you've got them it's like well it's hard to go back yeah because then I kind of think you know obviously you've had something in there for so mm. long mm. you know your skin elasticity mm-hmm. will is it you know is it going to actually mm. re sort of regain that mm. um and I think the people that we know that have had them they've been quite petite mm. um and had quite like, I guess, like perky boobs mm. before they got implants. Mm. So I think that they've been quite lucky in the sense of that they have had that natural recoil. But I think that, um, I feel like if I did it, it would be a different story. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. And you never know. And I guess it's just one of those things that, like you said, it's like the risk. Yeah. Do you want to find that out or do you just, do you just go with it again kind of thing? Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. And what was your feelings after getting them like did your boyfriend at the time was he like (laughs) like did he love it did you love it yeah he did he did love it um yeah he loved it Mm. (laughs) he always really liked really 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 big boobs Mm. um and I always felt like before I had them I don't know like I almost felt like I wasn't he wasn't gonna it sounds silly but Mm. like he wasn't gonna love me Mm. When um, you're young, though, that kind of stuff yeah. is so, like, it feels like it's the world. Yeah. You know, like, oh, well, you know, if he wants someone with boobs, then I'll just have to be someone with boobs. Yeah. And I think as we mature and we get older and you're, you realise, like... Imagine mm, if someone said to me now, I'd be, be like, like, okay, doll. Yeah, fucking see ya, <laughs> See ya. <laughs> like, yeah, like, you know it's not, I mean? yeah. it's definitely not, um, yeah. And I think, again, like, as you, and, you know, now that we are in our 30s, I think we can reflect on that and I can reflect on that and think, wow, like... You know, I almost feel sorry for that Mm. girl, though. And I think 100%. Yeah. And I think that's, like, a really important message. You know, we were both quite young, and I think it is quite common for younger women to be sitting there thinking about Mm. it, and it's more for – not for that purpose, but, you know, is it for, like, acceptance from someone or acceptance Mm. from, like, external – whatever it might be for another reason to be more like someone else or to be like what you've seen on social media or something like that. 
Um, and I, I wish someone had sat me down at 22 mm. and said, like, just sit and really think about this for a second. Mm. Like, because if I could go back, I would never have got them. Yeah. Ever. Like, just the way that I felt after it was just nothing like I expected. You know, I remember going out the first night after having them done and I didn't have to wear my surgical bra. And I wore a low-cut top because I was so excited. I was mm. like, oh my God, get the girls out. Like, yeah. how fun. And I remember being at the front of a pub or a club or something and this guy was talking to me and just staring at my chest. Yeah. And I was like, you fucking pig. Yeah. Like, I'm like, my eyes are up here. And all of a sudden I was like, so now that I have big tits on my chest, what, am I a piece of meat? Like, mm. and that just made me feel yuck. Like, that's not the attention that I wanted. And then getting that, I was like, oh. Mm. you know and like I will rarely wear anything that has mm. my tits out now just because I'm like so is and that- I also had like sorry I no. also had like multiple comments like you know I remember going to a festival and girls that we went to school with that were a couple of years older were like mimicking like the top that I was wearing and the shape of my boobs and stuff like in the my like the, my corner vision mm. and I like I'm not dumb I can fucking see you yeah and that like you don't forget that shit you know or yeah like I wrote a whole blog on this and I remember we yeah. had a bit of a argument about it yeah that time. um because it was just first argument it wasn't even yeah, it, wasn't, it wasn't an argument, argument. it was just like a, a discussion yeah. I think it was a sensitive time for me because I was going through like the the like lumps and like the tests and the sort of and getting them redone getting them redone yeah. and and I can't even remember what it was really about but I think it was about like you obviously voicing how you felt which mm. is totally fair mm. enough but I think because I was in such a sensitive it place was like, that was what your mind it kind of I was like is she saying that about me mm. like mm. in a way and and I was sort of like trying to make these really tough decisions yeah, and I was like yeah so I think like we spoke about it mm. I remember obviously. you messaging me and I was like oh my god yeah like, and the, that hadn't even crossed my mind yeah like, like, exactly this is just my experience like yeah you know um and I remember like writing that blog, I wrote a story about like, you know, I used to work with this guy and mm. he had his mum on loudspeaker mm. and his mum was like, he was like, oh, I'm just working with Jackie. And she was like, oh, is that like fucking big tits McGee or something? And I was like, is cool. that what people see of me now that I've got these? Like, yeah. I was like, what? Is that sort of the biggest, like, sorry, is that the reason why that you wish you never got them because of how it sort of changed people's perception of you? Or is it around the fact that it didn't, like they, you're obviously not happy with them I think it's both I think okay. like the fact that like you get that attention and I mean like I didn't really think of it that way I just thought oh maybe I'll feel better in myself but I guess when you're putting I shouldn't it's not even about that is it like I was gonna say like when you're wearing clothes that have your tits out and stuff people should still respect you regardless yeah. of what you're wearing <laughs> and how you look you know yeah um but that just wasn't something that I had considered that you know mm. people might look at your tits before they look at your eyes people yeah. might you know make comment make more comments about your boobs and things like that mm. and just think that that's okay and in um, a perfect world that wouldn't happen but. yeah and I mean I don't <laughs> think even if I loved them I don't think I'd be like yeah it is big tits McGee <laughs> like, yeah, don't you yeah, forget it? like yeah you like those yeah <laughs> um I yeah so I think it was just like one thing after another and I was like why have I done this you know and I remember listening to a podcast from another guy and he was talking about this kind of thing and he'd said um, if people spent the money that they spent on surgery on fixing the way that they see themselves, yeah. they could spend a quarter quarter of the amount and not need the surgery. And when I heard that, I was like, that is so true. Like I wish that 
22 year old me had just like worked with someone to accept my body the way it was and love my body the way it was and not need to do that Mm. do you know what I mean yeah um because now you're kind of stuck in a place where you're like like what do you have any like I don't know options for what you will do in the future I'm I'm gonna have to get them redone yeah like I definitely am like every day I'll feel the gap in my boob I've got lumps like near my lymph nodes and they've said like just keep an eye on them like Mm. they're just like they're just not nice Mm. I don't like them um so I will have to get them redone Mm -hmm. but again it's just I'm just stubborn I'm like Mm. oh so cool now I've got to not train for this long and now I've got to go pay this much money and I'm gonna have to go to a different surgeon because the surgeon that I went to clearly doesn't care that he's that something's gone wrong you know yeah um but I don't think I have it in me to be able to just go back to not having that. Yeah, because I think like what I struggled with, with the thought of like, I don't know, like I see my boobs as like my womanhood. Like Mm. I know that sounds silly. Like I didn't have that experience. Mm. I feel like I haven't really had people be like, or like big tits McGee Mm. or whatever. Mm. Like I haven't had like that type of, I don't know, that type of thing. But Mm. for me, like when I thought about, when I was thinking about getting them taken out, all I could think about is like that's how and I don't know how if this is healthy or not but mm. like that's how I feel like I'm a woman mm. like I feel like they're a part of my identity they're mm. a part of like how I feel about myself mm. and how I see myself and then I was thinking like imagine if I didn't have them and granted it mm. is literally like this is like you know it's not it's I feel like these are uh What's that thing? Big word problems? No. First word problems. First word problems. Thank you. Um, like total first word problems because, you know, you think about people who have had like breast cancer and mm, they have to get them mm-hmm. removed. And like, I can't even imagine the emotional toll that, that would have on someone. For sure. um, so, you know, my story is nothing in comparison to something like of course, that. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah, I guess like for me, the thought of not having my boobs was a really scary thought. Mm. And I just they are so associated with myself and my identity now Mm. that I I just couldn't imagine Mm. not having them Mm. um so you know like I think everyone kind of sees them as a very different as a very different thing Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think you know I guess it's kind of good that you have that because that's what I wanted I wanted mm. that I want I wanted to get them and be like now I feel like a woman now Mm. I feel feminine now I feel beautiful mm. now I feel sexy and I just didn't get that like I was like yeah cool now I'm, I'm just me yeah. but with tits yeah you know? and I think it's also important to note that if you don't have boobs that doesn't mean you're not a woman no God, <laughs> I'm not I think for me like that was just something that you know personally for me was important but you know I think that we are so lucky now that you know we live in a society where there are so many women who you know like you can love your body no matter what shape or size you Absolutely. are um oh my god I look at all my friends that haven't got that haven't had their boobs done mm. and I just think you are so fucking beautiful oh definitely. I love it I think it looks so beautiful when they wear you know lower cut tops or when they just own it like mm. I just I admire that so much and I think yeah. that yeah yeah definitely yeah and I think like the other thing with even deciding like you know if you are younger and you don't have implants and maybe it's something that you're thinking about like you really need to consider so many things like there is implant illness Mm. which a lot of people do Mm -hmm. get Mm -hmm. I don't know too much about it um but it's you experience all of these different symptoms it's your body just rejecting the implants isn't it I think so Mm. yeah so you get a variety of different Mm. symptoms um and a lot of women end up having to take get them taken out because it can make them really really sick 
Um, so those are the types of things. Like there are obviously lots of you know so, like things that can go wrong. Mm. Jackie, you're, you mm -hmm. know, you're, well, both you, of us yeah. are a great example of things that where things can go wrong. You know, at the end of the day, it is a surgery. And I think like when you're considering it, you're in this little like la la land where you're like oh my god i'm gonna Looking get to this and they're gonna be good and i'm gonna have like in a bikini this and you know blah 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 and like i remember thinking like oh you know some things go wrong but like it's not it's not gonna happen mm. and the reality of it is like honestly i think of most people i know that have them done there's been an issue somewhere yeah. they've had to get them redone at some point they yeah. are not happy with something like mm. it's so common that it doesn't work out to be perfect that's right and i think like i think about the people that we had who had them removed so mm. got an explant so one of our girlfriends she got an explant because she was experiencing a lot of pain mm. in one of her in one of her breasts and you know the removal of the implant completely got rid of that pain yeah well she so, was saying like there were certain things at gym that she couldn't do certain exercises and, you yeah. know she was just sick of feeling restricted mm. by them yeah you know and then the other girlfriend of ours who only got them removed very, very recently, mm. she was um, saying that it just, well, they weren't a part of her like identity anymore. She mm. didn't feel like she, she actually started, like she said, you know, when I first got my boobs, I loved like, you know, they made me feel really confident. They made me feel like I want to, you know, wear low cut tops and do all that. And she's like, but now I feel they make me feel the complete opposite. I mm. feel like I only wear high cut tops. Mm. I like to hide them. I don't, I like to dress a lot more conservatively. I feel like, you know, if I'm going to work, like I, I even, I'm more insecure mm. and more self-conscious mm. of them. So that's sort of why she got them removed. So, And I guess that's like common, isn't it? Like you don't want to be perceived a certain way which mm. again is a society thing right like mm. oh but not have your tits out because if you do that means you're this or you're that yeah. um and yeah i guess like that example would be being able to wear lower cut tops and not be perceived as you know something terrible horrible yeah. um because you don't have big tits like mm. which is really sad yeah i think like i mean both sides of it it's sad but like just shit that that's how people feel that yeah people are gonna make an assumption of you because of the size of breasts that you have yeah like sorry like sorry what and can i just also mention i don't know if this happened to you but when i got my tits done my nipples just like they're always erect mine are always hard <laughs> okay <laughs> literally that's, that's what he said um <laughs> no but like uh, my nipples are and because to be fair like i don't really wear a bra that often because i don't really need to I but own a bra. no like the only time i wear a bra is to work because mm. professional probably, um, shouldn't have the nips out. <laughs> probably shouldn't have the nips out at work um but i constantly like the amount of time that i'm at gym and i'm in the top and i'm like cool my nipples are fucking they are alert it's just a part of who I am I know you, you know, know what like, I think about like Jennifer Aniston rocked it yeah. a lot on friends and yeah. like if Jennifer Aniston can rock it probably yeah. not everyone can but like you know one can one can dream but then I think like how unfair is that that we have to be conscious of our nipples but guys can walk around with their topless top thank you Sorry. I know that's actually I don't know really why our nipples are always more hard because we've had I jobs. because they push them out like the implants push them out a bit or something but like my nipples are actually hard Mine aren't actually too bad at the moment, to be honest. No, they're not. <laughs> and I've got a white top on, so usually that's white tops. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I, I just assumed because the implants behind it, it sort of like makes it, I don't know, maybe it makes it erect more. 
I don't know. <laughs> We're just checking out. Today. We're just checking out. Oh, no, it is. It's us. hard. I'm not telling you anything, <laughs> <laughs> mate. You sure? Yeah, it's I'm been sure. a hot minute. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> just told everyone. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, so I think like there are, yeah, obviously there are lots of certain things that you need to consider before, and and like I just think those stories of of those people getting explants. Mm. You know, they were all really young. They mm-hmm. were in their early 20s mm-hmm. when, we, when they got them. Mm-hmm. So I guess it kind of goes back to what we were saying a few weeks ago is like, you know, you do change every, I think it was like the navigating, mm-hmm. navigating mm-hmm. your 20s episode. Um, like you do change every mm-hmm. kind of like seven years, mm-hmm. you change into a different person. And I guess that can kind of come with, you know, wanting to look a different way or feel a different way. Mm-hmm. So, um, and the one thing that I wanted to mention, I guess like the one, like I love my boobs. I really do. And I wouldn't not have them. Mm-hmm. But the one thing that worries me is when I, if I have a daughter, I never want to make her feel like, I don't know, I feel like, you know, monkey see, monkey do. And I don't want her to ever feel that she's not good enough in her body or that she needs to get boobs to, to be respected. Well, on that, like, think about your mum's response when you told her you want a boob job. Let's talk about my dad's response first. Really? My dad was so disappointed in me. Really? Yeah. He was like so – it was a really tough conversation. Um, my mum wasn't happy, but my dad was like more disappointed. Really? Yeah. My mum um, was heartbroken. Really? Heartbroken. Could not believe that her daughter wanted to do that. Like, It's such a like generation like – mm. our generation. Like I don't think many – like mm. I don't know any of really many of our parents mm. would have – But I guess it comes back to sort of what you were just saying, like as a mother, Mm. hearing your daughter say, I want to spend, you know, a lot of money on changing my body. Mm. That would be heartbreaking. You'd be like, well, why don't you love yourself the way you are? Like, you know, your mum thinks you're the most beautiful thing in the world. Mm. And then hearing that, like, and I guess it's like you're thinking about the other side of it as like a daughter. Mm. feeling seeing, that way yeah seeing like her mum with fake boobs and mm. thinking I want fake boobs mm. and that's something that I have always thought about because I don't want my daughter to ever feel that way mm-hmm. and I think for me like I'll always be really conscious about how I speak about my body mm. in front of for sure my daughter I never want to like have a negative body especially talk. as now that we're older we you learn so much about like the things that you pick up as children mm. and yeah. like you know how important those years are yeah those developmental mm. years for sure mm. Mm. but i mean it's all just about how you handle it and i mean i'm sure you're not going to be like get some titties uh, yeah i got titties <laughs> i got titties <laughs> um yeah definitely and i think that this topic is it's everyone's it's funny like i think everyone has their own story mm. um everyone's got like their own sort of opinions and their own stories and um, you know, breasts can be very, like, they're very personal, mm. I think. Um, and I think because it's such a sexualized thing. Can we talk about that for a yeah. second? Because, like, like they're just, like, blobs of fat on our yeah. chest. And, like, it, you're right. Like, it is such a sexualized thing. And at the end of the day, we have boobs because if we have babies, mm. we feed them with milk. Obviously not implants. Yeah. But, in, but, like, natural, yeah. natural boobs is t- so that they can feed children. Yeah. And it is so sexualized and, you know, you see even like women who are breastfeeding, like you see people, mm. you know, if you're breastfeeding in public, people look and they're like, oh. yeah, like it's a natural thing. What are yeah. you doing? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. And those people them... are probably the same people that fucking look up, I don't know, 
getting titty fucked on porn. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, like I mean, I think that is that it, a thing. I wonder if that's a category. I'm gonna look it up. Surely it is. Getting titty fucked on Pornhub. That can be the episode title. Titty fucked on Pornhub. Um, but yeah, like I think you're right. Like boobs are a very sexualized thing, and I guess that's why you know when you got your boobs mm. done, and then people were like calling you fucking big tits McGee. Mm. Like it is a very very. Yeah. It's and I was like, what? like, what? what? I feel like. I feel like people use things like that to make people feel very insecure, mm. like to make them to build themselves mm. up, especially a, a male. Like I think men do it a lot to kind of be like, I don't know, set their, I don't know, their ego. Mm. I actually remember, I will never forget this. And this was the same ex-boyfriend who told me that he, that I'd be hotter with tits. Um, we were out one night and we were out with his group of friends and he was really drunk, but he actually, in front of his mates, grabbed my tits and shook them. Uh, as like, And they were all laughing. Ick. And I feel like I'm traumatised by that moment. That's disgusting. And he was supposed to be my boyfriend. Well, he was my boyfriend. Yeah, well, and I think, like, he was probably sitting there being like, oh, I'm just showing the boys how much I love my girlfriend's tits. tits. Like, that is literally yeah. what it was. And, like, all of his mates were just laughing. Just and I was just sitting there like, so like are you good is this a are you well? joke like who does that yeah bad so, like and yeah that's actually something that's stuck with me f- since that moment i always think i don't always think about that but when i think about that i'm like oh it's like men that just make like degrading comments about like your body and you know like i don't know if you're talking to someone and they say something and then they have to chuck in a mention about the tits or have to chuck in a mention about your ass and stuff like i just think like grow up ugh. Ugh. yuck <laughs> Yuck. Fucking. <laughs> what? Yuck. Yuck. <laughs> no, you know what I mean. No, like, there's I like, def- there's time and a place for it. Yeah, um, definitely. You know, but I just think, oh, shut up. <sighs> Do you know what I've noticed? I say definitely a lot. Sorry. Definitely. When I listen back, I'm like, Emma, stop. It's like me going, mm, mm. mm I'll like in sync mm. head nods. Yeah. <laughs> um,. Yeah, so I guess, like, the purpose of this podcast or this episode was really just to, like... Oh, God. So, I don't even know. Oh, no, I can't have the hiccup. Not all of the body. You had a breath. Like, I don't know. It's been a big... It's been a lot there? of talking. Um, I think, like, we just really wanted to be able to share our experiences. Mm. Um, and mm. there are pros and cons yes. to this. Like, there's no right or wrong answer. Like, yeah. there's no you're right, I'm wrong, or whatever. It's just your, your own personal mm-hmm. preference. And, and like you said, I think... You speak to anyone who's had it. Everyone's got their own experience. You know, like I was saying earlier, people will say that they experienced this or their surgeon did this or whatever. Most people have only gone through it once, mm. sometimes twice. And that's you the only... You do have to get them redone, though. Every 10 years, you're supposed yeah, to. Yeah, well, my surgeon said that that's not a thing. Oh. Holes in your story, bud. Yeah, well, we don't trust him, do we? Yeah. Should name shame maybe that's, I'm not going to... Maybe that's a myth. Yeah. Mm. Sorry, I cut you off. What were you saying? I don't know. Okay. Well, yeah, the point is you have to consider these things. And I think, like, there are lots of pros and cons. Um, and I just think that these conversations aren't conversations that you have with people before getting them done. Decisions. You know, like, you are so clouded by this idea that getting your tits done is going to fix everything. It's going to make you feel all this stuff. And I think it's just, like... I don't know, just things to consider, you know, mm. and really sit with yourself and think like, okay, well, am I going to be okay if this happens? Like, mm. am I going to be, 
like happy with my decision if this happens, if that mm. happens. Um, and, I think- and the other side of it is too that like, you know, you may just love it and mm. be so happy with it and yeah you know that's amazing for you well i mean i i love mine but it has definitely hasn't come without challenges yeah well that's right I mean? i'm sure you didn't want to spend the amount of money that you have and the no. amount of time recovering and going with a surgeon that's had a lawsuit against them and stuff so that's right that's right and i think the other thing before you make the decision is to get to the root of why you want to mm. get them because i think for me like while i love them the reason as to why I got them is a little bit like I actually feel a bit ashamed over that. Mm. I wish it was more of a decision that I had chosen Yourself. for myself, yeah. um, not for not a to male. Please someone else, yeah. Yeah. yeah, not for yeah, not to please someone else and yeah. to make them think that you know I'm worthy. And I like, I don't know. Even doing it for a guy when I didn't have tits, guys would be like, "I love him," and then you have tits and be, guys would be like. I love them. Like, I yeah. feel like, I don't know, Mate, guys listening. They're fucking men. <laughs> they love titties. Men love big, titties. Big no titties, brainer. Titties. Big titties, small titties. Don't do it for the men. No. Do it for, <laughs> do it for yourself. Yeah. I'd actually love to get some males' opinions on this, to yeah. be fair. Um, because some guys, like, not like natural boobs. Yeah. Like, as in a lot of guys are like, I prefer natural boobs. Yeah. Well, but I mean, like, like is a guy going to complain if he's got a pair of tits in his face? Honestly, no matter. No, as long as so. there's titties in his face, he he's ain't fine. complaining. He's fine. He's doing. He's having right. a good day. <laughs> it's a good day for him. <laughs> oh my god! Classic. Um, any final thoughts, Jack? Um, tits up for the boys. Tits up. I keep saying for the girls. Okay. Oh no! Yeah, the girls. <laughs> What's that song? Ass. And titties, ass, ass, and titties, titties, ass, and titties, ass, ass, and titties. Great song. Classic. Classic. Um, Final thoughts. No, I think we've just brain dumped the works there. Yeah. Good chat. As always. Wouldn't, uh, wouldn't. Always a pleasure. That's what I was fucking trying to say. (laughs) I'll get it. I'll get this one. (laughs) If you can get that one. That'd be great. (laughs) Thanks, man. (laughs) Oh, well, I mean. It has been a kind of a day, but it's been yeah. a nice evening. Nice end to the day. Nice end to the day. Good chats. Yep. Um, I'm off to bed. It's a bit late. Already. It's nine o'clock. I've still got shit to do. Yeah. I feel like it's never ending. Did you, did you hear me last night? I was up until like... I heard you going in and out of the house. I mean, no, I was testing the cameras. Is that what you were doing? <laughs> I was really confused because then Lola started barking. Yeah, and so I then was... I had like Lola in my arms. I'm walking up and down the street, jumping, trying to get the cameras to sense my motion. <laughs> I know. I was like, what is this bitch doing? Oh, I, but then, like, for a, for a second, I thought you went out somewhere. Oh, I've and then I heard, there for ages. I heard someone, like, I felt like I heard someone come in, and then I was like, fuck, we're getting robbed. Here we go. Here we go. Again. Cameras aren't working. And then my door opened. Oh, that's right. I think, I think Lola, Lola pushed on yeah. my door, and then Levi went out. It was absolute chaos in our house last night, let me tell you. We're going to need to get an early night tonight, I think. Yeah, I actually feel a bit revved up. Yeah, I know. This always happens. This is why we said we shouldn't do podcasts late. Know, because we hang, up and, like, we hang up and then we're like, we hang up. We hang up and we just continue talking. <laughs> I'm ready just to go, fucking run a marathon or something. I'm like ready to go. We should. Do you want to? No, I can't. My hip. Can't run. My do you know, This is, so my surgeon, I'm, oh, long, long story short, having some hip problems. <laughs> Emma's hip's fucked. Emma's <laughs> hip's fucked. Might have to have surgery. Um, and my orthopedic like, specialist or surgeon said to me the other day, he was like, you don't do any running, do you? And I was like, nah, don't do running. Ain't and he's no like, fucking way. ain't no fucking way. That sounds like cardio. And he was like, yeah, I wouldn't be running with those hips. And I was like, oh, like, oh I damn, feel- I was just about to. Damn it. Sorry, Jack. I know you wanted me to do the marathon with you, but not going to happen. 
But also, I was low key. I felt attacked. I was like, I'm 31 and I'm and now. I should allowed. be able to run if I, I want. I should to. be allowed to run if I want. Now I want to run. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just because you can't. Fuck it. Let's do it. I have been running lately. Yeah. I'm loving it. Any run. Okay. Rub it in. No, nah, I'm joking. <laughs> no, I nah, I think it's just like it's actually been fun. And That's running is good. just like something that I don't know. You can just put your runners on and jump out the front and go. And then like starting a little group, a little anti. It's cute. What is it? Anti running running club. I see all your little your little posts. Yeah. It, it looks fun. It does look it fun. fun. I mean, I feel like running's a mind. It is, 100%. And that's game. what like we were saying in the group today. Like, you know, people, some people had messaged me and been like, oh, I just need to run a little bit on my own before I come in the group. And I'm like, this is why we've got the group because it is such a mindset thing. And if you can just like, I don't know, run with people that are at all different fitness levels and everyone's just there to, you know, Yeah, but can I just other. be fucking blunt? Here we go. You are really competitive. Yeah, I know. So you will never let anyone Bullshit. The last run we were in, it was pissing down rain, five in the morning, and I made sure that there was no one left behind and I, like, waited for everyone. But like, were you first? No. You weren't first? No. I don't believe you. There was no way I was Photos letting... Photos already didn't happen. I probably got pics. <laughs> <laughs> there was no way I was letting someone run in the dark and the rain by themselves. I've, I've got a kind heart. I'm competitive. But, like, if it came to that, I'm not letting someone run by themselves. You fucking let me run by myself. Oh, yeah, you would be a different story. <laughs> You're different. I'd smoke you. Fucking you <laughs> <I'd slow laughs> See you at the finish line, bitch. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, anyway. Anyway. I reckon we... Uh, wrap her up. Back her up. The... Back her up. Did you just say wrap her up? Wrap her up. Like Bro. A, wrap her up like a Christmas present. <laughs> oh, it's Christmas like a... soon. How good. We're going to get our um, Christmas tree. Can we get like an 18-foot Christmas tree? I actually want a 19-foot. Because oh. I'm really competitive and I want to beat you. <laughs> oh, quick, quick side story. I know we're really, segue. We're really like r- r- rambling on, but <laughs> welcome on. to our normal chats <laughs> when we're not on the potty. Um, so a couple of Christmas ago, because Jackie and I lived together for a few years, um, we decided to get a Christmas tree for a real Christmas tree. and Because real Christmas trees are the best. I will never I agree. go back. You don't have to yell at me. I'm no, like... I'm just, just so everyone knows how excited I am about real Christmas trees. I love and it. And Jackie was like, we're going to get a big Christmas tree. It was like, how much? How, it was like eight foot? Yeah, or nine Eight foot. foot. I'd like everyone to know I have a Hyundai i30, okay? And I don't know why where your car was. Oh, you had to convert. It wouldn't fit in your oh, car yeah. at all. You had to get a two-seater. So anyway, I drive fucking Jackie down to the Christmas farm. Like she's an excited kid. And we get into the, the, the yard and she's like, this tree, this is the one, this is the tree. And it doesn't, to be fair, it didn't look that no. big. In and the- this is the issue. Like mm. I've, and I think you do it too. Like you see something and you're like, oh, that'll fit. No, that'll fit. We no probably fit too in. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And anyway, we got into the car in my little Hyundai 30, and this Christmas tree literally went from my my front window all the way. And, like, not even at the front window. It was, like, curved at the front of the window because, like... Like, in would, between us both. Like, in between us both. I couldn't the see... The in the middle. And I couldn't I'm see in... Jackie at all, and I had just had... There's pine needles flying everywhere. I had just had surgery on... Oh, good Christmas tree, though. Oh, was a great Christmas tree. But remember I had oh, really bad, like... Right. So I had, like, a sinus operation. And I had like all my sinuses That's were just right. really irritated, yeah. and all I remember just like all I could feel was like pine, like Christmas tree pine needles all over my face, and my face was getting puffy, and I was like, like sniffling. And I'm and, just in the front seat, like Santa Claus is coming. Santa Claus is coming. I was like the pissed off mum trying to like drive you home, like get this fucking Christmas tree out of my fucking car, and then my actual car was just trashed, <laughs> and then we couldn't get it through the door. <laughs> 
couldn't get it through the door. It was honestly a fucking... We stood it up and we were like, fuck, no. pretty tall. And then I remember when we had to get rid of it, we just chucked it out the front and it stayed there for like three months. That's right. And it went brown. Anyway, that's, that's, that's for another time. Yeah. Um, Next episode will probably be Christmas. Christmas. Episode. Oh, we should do a Christmas episode. We should. I don't know what we'll talk about, just mm-hmm. how much we love Christmas. Santa Claus. Mm. All right, All right, that's it. We're going. Right, we're, we're done. We're packing her up. Packing her up. And as always. Oh, wait. No, oh. we need an emoji. <gasps> Fuck. Oh. <laughs> Stop farting, She's Jackie. She's over it. <laughs> um, an emoji. What have we spoken about? Oh, is there a titty one? Um, titties. Probably Grapes. No. Um, the two hands. Okay. Like the raise the roof. Raise the roof. Raise or the roof. you could look at it as like, I'm touching two titties. Yeah. Ooh, I like that. Mm. Titty touch. All right. So the titty touch emoji, if you've listened. Yeah. Thank you for tuning in. Appreciate you. Please give us any, I want to hear your stories. We want, Feedback. we love yeah. it. We love it when you message us and share Literally, us. It's and so nice. Subscribe, like, share. Rate us. Rate us. Tell us how good we are. Or tell us you think we're shit. We'll take that on board as well. Yeah. Um, don't do that though. (laughs) We'll fucking fire, but we've got a trolley pole now, so (laughs) watch out. (laughs) Um, okay. And as always, be Be good good or be good good at it. it. Love yous.